Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on? I hope you are doing well and business is booming. Today, I'm going to be chatting with my boy, Naylor Italiaferro. He's up in Virginia. I'm down here in the ATL. And Naylor is actually hosting an event in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, January 19th through 20th, 2024. And uh, we're going to get to chatting about that event. And uh, Naylor wanted to kind of learn the origin stories of the Green Industry Podcast, my relationship with Mr. Producer. So we're going to chat about that today and whatever else. Who knows? We always have a, what Mike Tyson say, you always have a plan to get punched in the mouth. So in podcasting, we have a preliminary plan, but you never know where the conversation is going to go. But I'm really looking forward to this uh, two-day workshop. So uh, Marvin Salcedo is going to be coming over from Texas with uh, Jonathan Potoshnik, the lawn care millionaire. Uh, Keith Kalfas is coming down from Michigan. Payjack's coming down from Chicago. Uh, we got Jeremy Vest. Uh, he's a YouTube coach from uh, Tennessee. He's coming down. So there's two within this workshop. There's two separate things going on. Uh, day one is about creating content, about podcasting, YouTube, uh, things of that nature. It's all about how to make better content for your business, for your career. And then day two will be the nuts and bolts uh, from Jonathan Potoshnik, uh, Marvin Salcedo. Marvin's going to be teaching about teamwork, JP, Jonathan Potoshnik. I mean, that, that dude is at a whole nother level in business. So he'll, he'll be uh, firing on all, all cylinders. I, I, I can't wait to get to learn from him. And uh, Calfus will be talking on marketing, of course, Payjack on num- knowing your numbers. So that's day two of the event. Uh, so you can either come for one of the days or both of the days. And uh, I'm planning on attending both of the days and uh, learning about social media and uh, obviously learning from uh, marketing from Calfus and numbers from Payjack and, and Jonathan Potoshnik and Marvin. Those guys are excellent in their businesses. So uh, it's going to be a fun time um, at the Creators Clubhouse in Atlanta. So I'm sure we'll talk about that with Naylor and whatever else he wants. So uh, without further ado, uh, here's Naylor Taliaferro, the Lawn Care Rookie. We are going to be focusing on a series of interviews to talk to the presenters of the LCR Summit coming up in January, January 19th and 20th. So first up, we have Paul Jamison of the Green Industry Podcast. How's it going, Paul? Good, Rook. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Season's wrapping up for me here in uh, Midlothian, Virginia. So I was I was just out trimming some bushes today and by myself, just just trying to you know get some stuff done before the holiday, right? Like prioritize some of those clients that uh, really want their bushes looking nice for the holidays. So, amen. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so I did that and then zipped on over here to the studio real quick and got all set up so we can uh, we can get some some fire content uh, for everybody here, but. So at the LCR Summit, we day one is focused on content creation. It's creator content creator day. So and we have Jeremy Vest is going to be focusing on YouTube and you and Mr. Producer are going to be focusing on podcasting, which is it's epic, right? Like, I mean, we've never met. I mean, 
you've met Mr. Producer, but none of us have never met Mr. Producer in person. We've talked to him on the phone, email, all that stuff. But you actually live, you know, close enough to him that plus you worked at the same radio station. So you guys have developed that relationship. And, and obviously you you have seen him many times and, and our friends and knew him before he was even quote unquote, Mr. Producer. Right. So yeah, you've got all the backstory on that. So I wanted to kind of unpack some things and talk about maybe your relationship, you know, between you and Mr. Producer, how that came about. Your, the, the the beginnings of your podcast, right? The humble beginnings of your podcast. Although episode one with me was far from humble, like it was in an epic radio studio, right? But as far as the post-production, I think is where we talk about it being humble, where the sound quality wasn't as as good as, as it is now. And that's where Mr. Producer came in and all that. So kind of wanted to tee that up and and see if we can dive into that a little bit. And then we can kind of go into, you know, the workshop that you guys will be presenting at um at the LCR Summit in January. Sound good? Absolutely. All right. So let's how, how did this all start? I know you've talked about it often on your podcast, and I'm sure we may have touched upon it on mine it's in previous episodes, but let's get everyone caught back up to speed. How did this all start? How did you know first meet Mr. Producer? Yeah, so in 2000, it would have been probably... 13 around then I was at my sister's in Charleston, South Carolina. I was laying out the pool of all places. I'm consistent. <laughs> consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was visiting my sister and she lived by the beach and, and, and we we're actually at one of her friend's apartment complex was hanging out at this awesome pool. It's a, uh, you know, I think it was late March, but it was a beautiful day. It was like 82 and sunny and beautiful picture. Perfect day. And my phone rings from a, a gentleman named Ray and I was like, why is he calling me? Like, that's not somebody who just calls me. I was like, I hope everything's all right. So I was like, hey, Ray. And he worked at the radio, a radio station in Atlanta. And and, and uh, I mean, I knew who he was. He's kind of a big deal. And uh, he's like, hey, Paul, it's Ray. And um, so, hey, what's going on? And he's like, hey, we're, um, we're thinking of starting a new show from midnight to 6 a.m. And we're looking for on-air personalities. And you've been recommended. And I'm thinking, I had zero experience in broadcasting, whatever the opposite of excellence in broadcasting is. I had, I had zero. And I told him this, I said, are you kidding me? I was like, I, you know, I, I cut grass for a living. I don't, I don't think you got the right guy. I kind of <laughs> talked him out of, it. I was like, you know, I, I don't think so. Um, a, I don't have a schedule for midnight to 6am cause I'm working all day. So I, I was like, that's not going to work. And B, I mean, I, I, the, you know, I'm not, good broadcaster. You know what I mean? And <laughs> right. he's like, well, <clears throat> we can teach you how to be a broadcaster, but he's like, you do have integrity. And we, you know, he, he, he knew my character and thankfully thought enough of me that I could actually show up for a job. You know what I mean? So he's like, you know, we, we can teach you all that if you can commit to being here from midnight to 6am and the pay wasn't great. I mean, it was, you know, not, not great at all. So that, that wasn't enticing, but I was like, you know what, I'll try it. So this is uh, April of, man, it might've been 2013. I'd, I'd have to really think about it, but probably 2013. <clears throat> I remember it was April because I remember it was springtime because I was trying to juggle staying awake from midnight to 6 a.m. and then go, you know, do the spring rush, which was a disaster. <laughs> so um, <laughs> absolute disaster. My health, uh, it was a bad idea. But anyway, I did it. <clears throat> I got trained up. I would go on the air midnight to 6 a.m. Uh, a couple nights a week. And basically the boss who was Mr. Producer's boss, Mr. Producer was the assistant manager. And then the boss was the manager, general manager. 
And he was basically like, yeah, you, you're right. You're not, you're not any good. And, and uh, he's oh, like, you're, you're, you're definitely not. Cause I kept saying, I want to be on during the day so that I could, you know, have a more manageable schedule. And he was very candid with me. He's like, yeah, we're, you know, you're, you're not even close to being a primetime personality and, and you're just, you pause at all the wrong time. And I could, he just, he just yeah. critiqued how I didn't uh, communicate well enough to represent their radio station, which had a lot of listeners. But, so, so when you, but after you started, so when you started doing all that, you actually realized you enjoyed it. And that's why I you wanted to it. transition to a, a different schedule. Yeah. I love being on the radio and midnight to 6am, no one's listening. I had, I had a few police officers that would listen. Um, and you know, they were really cool. They were just driving around patrolling the night and, and they would, uh, call in and I'd have other people call in that were like truck drivers. And, and I, I had a little, little bit of an audience and, um, so they would have what's called an air check, which every time I was live on the radio, it would automatically record me. Then I'd have to go in the general manager's office and he would listen back to it and just tear me to pieces of, of, of how poorly I was performing. But again, not that many people were listening. So it, right. it, it was, uh, but so anyway, I, I did that for a couple of years and Mr. Producer ended up coming to the radio station. He was working at another radio station and then and then they recruited him um, at this bigger radio station. And I just thought he was a cool guy. He he loved SEC football, which, you know, I don't like SEC football. I like Big Ten football. So we, we you know, we trash talk whose football uh, team and conference was better. And uh, we're still we're still debating that. But uh, we, we, I just really liked him. He's a he's a very, very funny guy and, and, and loves college football. And so did I. So we we kind of hit it off with, you know, having similar interest of, of sports and um, things of that nature. And so I was friends with him for a few years. So, so fast forward five years later, I'm, I'm at the radio station now. Uh, I got promoted to the middays, uh, which made it very difficult on my lawn care business because I was on air from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. So wow. I basically go do lawn care when I got off. You know, I'd start my day at 2.30 p.m., till till dark and then I would work on Saturday like a dog I would you know get everything done on Saturday or try to the lawn care yeah yeah it was it was my my schedule was crazy so 2018 and I've shared this story before now so five years under my belt of broadcasting I guess nine or so or or eight or so years of lawn care I'm, I'm you know well into my lawn care business at this point well into my broadcasting career and I never had the thought of merging the two. I, I know John Pajak and, and Caleb and yourself kind of nudged at me like, you know, you're good at this radio thing. But I uh, I was just so tired all the time from from yeah, this your crazy health. schedule. Yeah, My yeah, health you're was getting sick a lot. Well, yeah, we're like, Paul, I remember Caleb was like, Paul, I mean, I know you love lawn care and everything, but you got to take care of yourself, bud. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, because <laughs> I was always, uh, I was never in a consistent sleep schedule. Uh, and, and anyone who's worked midnights before will tell you it's it's not good. You, you don't sleep good. You don't, you're, it's just, it's messed up. And uh, so anyway, August, 2018, I was doing a job at Lake Oconee. Shout out to my boy, Tony Rudolph. He, he works down there full time, but I was doing a, one of the biggest jobs of my life down there. We cut down like 117 trees. Um, I know cause we got that to, to pay the guy to grind the stumps. He's like, dude, there's 117 stumps. And I was like, I know it was, it was <laughs> wow. a crazy job. We tore it all down and then eventually, you know, spruced up this awesome property. 
So I was, I was dog tired from doing the, one of the biggest jobs of my life. And Brian Ring, our mutual friend in Minnesota, he called me. He's like, hey, Polly. He's like, I got a, a lawnmower for you, 48 inch, brand new engine on it. I got a five by 10 trailer for you. I'm going to hook you up. Just, just get a one-way ticket to, to Minnesota and then drive, you know, rent a U-Haul and drive it back. And, and you'll have a good mower. Because at the time, my biggest mower was a 30-inch. Um, yeah. I, w- I was using Xmarks 30-inches, which were great mowers. But I had a few big yards. And, you know, we're out there. One guy be a 21-inch with the other guy a 30-inch. And we're just <laughs> chucking the truck stuff. Yeah. So Ring was like, you need a 48. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, so you, you can increase your efficiency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, he was generous to hook me up with it. So I go up to Minnesota, got bit by a bunch of mosquitoes up there and and, and hung out with Ring for the <laughs> evening. And uh, <clears throat> the next morning, I woke up really early before Brian ever woke up. And, and you know, I got out the door. I drive through Minnesota, I drive through Wisconsin, I drive past Chicago, and I'm about two hours into central Illinois, which or southern Illinois, wherever I was, it was flat as could be, like, and it, it was cornfields all around me. And I'm in Illinois, I'm driving to our buddy Rusty Everidge's house, he's in Indiana, and I'm, I'm going to spend the night at his place, and then um, at the time, he had just launched a podcast uh, called Turf Something or Other. And yeah. So he was like the second podcast in our industry. There was Julio Tomei. Yeah. Stan Genetic was kind of sporadic, but he he he, yeah. he was you know not too invested in it. And right. then Rusty had just started his podcast. So I'm in Illinois and I'm driving this U-Haul and I had a vision. So basically imagine at night, like if you have a dream, you're sleeping, but you like in the dream, you don't know you're in a dream. You're like uh, you, you, you ever have a dream rookie? Yeah. 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 So you think you don't <laughs> yeah, know like, like daydreams oh. and all that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm talking night dreams. Like yeah. at, at night when you're dreaming, you're not like, Oh, I know I'm dreaming. You're like, you think it's you're just in the dream. Yeah. yeah. So I'm driving this U-Haul and I have been for, for six or seven hours. And all of a sudden I had a vision, which it was basically like a dream, but I was wide awake. So it's a, it's a vision. And in right. it, I'm like watching a movie and I saw like, I'm staying, I'm like in the dream, I'm behind people. So I could see like the back of their head and I could see their, their, their truck where the CD player was. And, and, um, I could hear my voice coming out of their like radio CD setup, but I was talking about business and, and on my, on the radio station, I worked at, it was Christian content. And it, this wasn't that local Christian radio station. It was a different, I knew it wasn't that I knew this was something different. Cause I was talking about business. Uh, and I was and I was watching these guys listen to me talk about business, and then it would this scene would shift to a different guy. Like one guy was in Arkansas driving, and the next guy was in his shop, you know, with like a a boombox over on the uh, cabinet, and he was listening to me while I was like sharpening blades, and like, and then it just shifted to different men listening to me talk about business, and then the the vision ended, and I like I wouldn't wake up. I don't think I fell asleep because I didn't crash or anything, but I like snap back to like seeing the road going, you know, 70 miles per hour. And I heard a voice say, if you um, build it, uh, they will listen. And it was so surreal because there's a baseball movie from Iowa in the cornfields. And I was in the state over, but it was, it looked just like Iowa because cornfields. And in the baseball movie, they said, if you build it, they will come to the baseball field or something like that. Yeah. But, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew I had seen that movie. I knew exactly uh, when I heard that voice. I saw, I saw the vision, I heard the voice and I instantly knew 
podcast. Like, cause I saw, I just saw it. I just saw what's literally in real life happening in 2023. I saw it in 2018. So I get to Rusty Everidge's house. I, I kind of ask him about podcasting cause he was way beyond me at the time. I didn't know nothing about it. Mr. Producer didn't know nothing about it. it was, this was all new. So I was asking him a little bit about it and I was a little nervous cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to step on his uh, toes and him be like, I'm the podcaster. You can't start a podcaster. Like I just had uh, issues mentally, like, you know, right. scarcity mindsets and stuff. And he, he thought it was cool. He was like, cause he was my friend at the time with you and, and Payjack and Caleb Allman and, and, and so forth. We were all kind of talking back and forth at the time. So he's like, right. yeah, dude, he's like, any way I can help you is like, I think you should go for it. It's pretty fun, you know? And so, uh, that was August. You came down, I think it's September or October, uh, when you visited me in LaMarche, I remember it was the fall and I, I, we went to waffle house and I told you about it and you're like, yeah, dude, you need to go for it. And so we went into the studio I didn't even have a name of the podcast at Waffle House. I was like, what do you think about green industry podcasts? And you're like, yeah, don't overthink it. That that sounds good. And we're like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then we went into the studio and recorded. And, and thanks to Mr. Producer, he kind of went on the line for me because the the general manager, I didn't think he was going to give me permission to use the the equipment. And there's video cameras everywhere there. So I couldn't like do it and not ask. Cause they, they'd be like, what are you they doing? Dude? See it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I asked and Mr. Producer basically went to the manager. He's like, yeah, Paul's not bothering anyone. Um, you know, he does whatever, whatever he said, I was <laughs> shocked when the general manager's like, well, no one's here on Sunday. Don't tell any of your colleagues about it. Just kind of don't make a big deal about it. You know, just, just don't tell anyone, just record your stuff and you know he didn't he didn't right realize it was going to be a top 100 show i just <laughs> right. thought he's like oh yeah paul's just sitting there you know goofing off yeah. with all the fancy equipment on sunday right. who cares <clears throat> so we were we filmed our first episode we had a bunch of fun time and you're like i got to get back to the airport here man we, we were having a blast um yeah say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management upgrade to jobber the field service management software streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing impress your customers and increase your productivity start your journey to success with jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash paul again that's getjobber.com forward slash paul are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business check out footbridge media they'll optimize your online presence manage your reviews and provide personalized marketing consulting all under a fixed price pledge with no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee it's time to take your business to the next level visit greenindustrypodcast.com now to discover more about footbridge media your bridge to success are you ready to elevate your business to new heights well we've got something extraordinary for you mark your calendars for the lcr summit 2024 happening january 19th and 20th in atlanta this event is not just a summit it's a catalyst for growth and success whether you're a business professional a content creator or a landscape business owner the lcr summit is tailored just for you picture this 
a career transformation in just two days. Day one brings you podcast mastery with industry experts, Paul Jamison and Mr. Producer. Learn the art of successful podcasting from pitching to brands to effective monetization. Plus dive into YouTube and content creation secrets with Jeremy Vest, unlocking strategies to captivate your audience and amplify your digital presence. Day two is packed with essentials for your business. Business acumen with John Pajak covers financial management, while Keith Kalfas reveals cutting-edge marketing strategies. And that's not all. Marvin Salcedo shares the keys to building a strong team and nurturing a positive company culture. But wait, there's more. A keynote session with Jonathan Potashnik on building a million-dollar business. Get ready for actionable insights that could turn you into a lawn care millionaire. Why should you be there? Well, to learn from industry-leading speakers, connect with peers and leaders, and enjoy an exclusive VIP dinner if you're among the first 25 to register. Invest in your success with practical workshops and tailored content. Seating is limited, so don't delay. Get one-day access for $295 or go all-in on the full two-day experience at just $495. Act now. Seize this opportunity. Visit lcrsummit.com or click the link in the podcast description to secure your spot at the LCR Summit 2024. This isn't just an event, it's a turning point for your professional journey. Your future awaits. And so I had filmed it or recorded it, I guess, published it, but the audio, even though the, the microphone was fancy and the studio was fancy, I didn't know anything about post-production. And so when I tried to like make the volume larger or whatever, it would, it would turn it into the red. And I know you guys don't understand audio files, but it would, it would make it sound worse. Like if I raised yeah. the volume. Yeah, yeah, it would distort it. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't right. know these words. I didn't have, I didn't, when I worked at the radio station, we had uh, producers that did all that. So I had no idea how they made my voice. And I disappoint people when they'd meet me in real life because my voice on the radio was like thick and bold and an announcer. Like it, it they do all right. this stuff in the, I don't even know how they do it, but it makes my voice sound epic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then you meet me in real life and I sound like a, just me, you know, it was regular. <laughs> so, regular so, guy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I had done like 30 or 40 episodes and I was getting complaints like, Hey man, love your podcast, but um, I can barely hear you and I can't listen to you when I'm on my mower because it's not loud enough. And again, I try to make it louder and then it would distort it and then it would sound horrible. So I, I asked a couple other people that worked at the radio station, hey, can you help me with this? And I'm not going to name names, but I asked one guy multiple, multiple times. I mean, multiple times. And he kept blowing me off. The, the guy who is a real nerd about um, all this stuff, a masterpiece of, of what he's able to do in post-production. And he kept giving me the runaround and, and not taking me serious. And be like, yeah, yeah, we'll talk next week. And then next week would come around. I mean, very irritating how much he, uh, which in hindsight, it was probably happening for a reason because it led me to Mr. Producer, who we call Mr. Producer, which, right. which I honestly didn't even know he had a clue how to do post-production because he was an on-air personality and he was a uh, management. The other two guys that were blowing me off at the radio station their job at the radio station was actually the production components. So yeah. I had asked both of these men, and again, I'm not going to name their names, and I don't want to say 
I was I was mad at them at the time, but in hindsight, I really think it happened for a reason because if they would have helped me, Mr. Producer would have never got his at, at bat. So right. What, so what happened is one day out of pure frustration, Mr. Producer was on air. Um, I don't know if he'd remember this, but I remember this. He was on air that day and I had kind of mentioned to him, hey, so-and-so is not helping me. I, I, I really don't know how this Adobe audition works and I'm trying to make it louder without making it distorted. And I didn't even know those words, but he knew exactly what I was talking about. He's like, oh yeah, send me the file. I'll see what I can do. And he turns over this masterpiece. And I was like, whoa, I was like, you know, can you do this for all my episodes? Like, what's your rate? And and, and he gave me a very generous rate um, for all you new people. He doesn't charge that now. I think, <laughs> I think it was like the chuck in the truck price. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. He didn't know. I didn't, I mean, I figured yeah. that was a pretty good deal, but guys that come in now, they're like, it's what? And I, so anyway, I, I got, I got the grandfathered in at an awesome price. <laughs> right. But, um, anyway, then he made my show better. And, and then, you know, we just, we just rocked and rolled, uh, for, for a long time together. It was just him and me. And then eventually Brian Fullerton kept pestering me. Hey man, how do you make your show? I don't understand. And I was like, Mr. Producer. And he's like, ah, ha, ha. How, how do you do it though? For real? I'm like, Mr. Producer. Like the joke was Mr. Producer wasn't real. And then finally Fullerton called him on the phone and he's like, oh my gosh, you are real. And then, then Brian hired him. And then, you know, now we have like 15 people right. uh, that, that hired him and, and, and not even all lawn care guys. There's, there's, there's folks from, from other industries uh, that have hired him and uh, he, he's doing it full, on a full-time basis now um, serving our industry. So that's kind of in a nutshell how I got connected with Mr. Producer. Uh, fast forward, we have over um, 1,120 1, episodes, uh, which is absolutely wow. crazy and, and um, well over 3 million downloads. I think it's like, I always forget to check and then I check and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, another million. Like, it's just like millions and millions and millions of downloads, not, not exaggerating uh, of, of the podcast, which is pretty crazy. Uh, so that's, yeah. where, that's where things are at. And he's making his first public appearance in our community um, at your event, which I don't know how you put it off. Cause every year I'm like, Hey, you want to go to equip this year? I'll, I'll pay for your hotel. I'll pay for your gas. I'll pay for your food. Like I'll, I'll think like, I'll offer him everything I could offer him. And right. he's like, ah, I think I'll just watch football that weekend. I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> and then somehow you got him, uh, yeah. which I think it helps at the events in Atlanta. Cause I, I think that's, that definitely played a big role. Yes. Yes. I was going to say that, like getting him to get on a, on, on a flight to head over to somewhere else, you know, up to Midlothian or something, you know, probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have sold as well as, Hey, you know, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not next door, but it's like 30 minutes, 45, whatever, you know, he doesn't have to get on a plane. He just to get in the car and, mm -hmm. and, and head on over. So, but, um, but yeah, so that definitely helped. I'm sure, I'm sure some timing had to do with it, but you know, you were priming him up. Up, right. You were at even asking them all, you know, to come to all these different things for a while now. So that was just kind of getting them, getting them, you know, groomed for everything and used to it. And you can only say no so many times, I guess. So there's a lot of components, I'm sure. But again, it, it goes back to uh, my, my net worth is my network. Right. So I just I just uh, meet a lot of folks and, and develop relationships with a lot of folks. And, you know, we I just try to 
bring people together and make things happen. So um, I'm excited that Mr. Producer is is able to come out uh, with you for 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 a workshop for um, for podcasting. We call it excellence in broadcasting. It's kind of like an inside joke, but at the same time, it's 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 a fact, right? Excellence in broad. You want to have excellence in broadcasting. So uh, we joke about it, but you know, like it's serious. Like you know, we want to have good quality sounding audio and you know, all that stuff. Like you don't want to have like a train wreck of a show. I mean, every now and again, that's funny, but you know, you don't, unless that's, you know, some people that might be their thing, their whole show is a train wreck and that that's, that's cool too. But at the same time, you want to be uh, diligent and disciplined and, and uh, intentional about what you're doing. So, but have you, I know I've learned some things about Mr. Producer, like after you guys going back to your original story, after you guys started working together on more on a podcasting basis, did you start to get to know him more about like, oh, wow, you're actually a sound engineer and you did voiceover work your entire life, basically, and all this stuff. Like, Mr. Producer is more than a lot of, like, more than meets the eye, really, right? Like, Yeah, I think he has over 40 years in the broadcasting space. And and uh, podcasting is really just the next evolution of radio. So radio ruled the airwaves you know, before podcasting and now, you know, radio is slowly dying out and, and podcasting. I was listening to a marketing expert, Gary Vaynerchuk this morning on the treadmill. And he said, every, every business owner should have a podcast. Like everybody should have a podcast. If you're in business, it's the way to reach people uh, nowadays. So I think he's taken decades worth of experience in radio and, you know, has, has quite an edge at, uh, you know, so much about what it takes to be a professional broadcaster and, and, and influencing your audience with, uh, you know, the sales copy and all this stuff that's like next level and how to incorporate that into a podcast. Um, and he definitely has his, his, um, pulse of podcasting. He, you know, he reads the articles, he, he knows the podcasting world better than me. So he'll kind of, be like, hey, did you know this feature? Did you know that? And like, he's definitely obsessed with podcast industry for sure. Yeah. Um, back to what what you what you uh, said about every business owner, you know, should have or could have a, a podcast. It's interesting that you say that because where I'm here, this podcast studio in this um, shared office space um, locally here, there's all types of business owners that have offices or just a membership and they come and they use the space for various things, whether it be conference rooms, office space, you know, some, some, and a lot of them actually podcast. That's why they have this podcast studio, not for like podcast influencers or whatever. Like they don't, they don't even know anything about that here. That's not even a thing. That's like, mm-hmm. it's a, t- a totally different world for most people, right? That's like another pocket of like, oh, I'm an influencer. I'm a professional podcaster. Like what? Like most people don't even get what that is. Like, uh, oh, you mean like Joe Rogan? Like no one really, they don't get that that's like a more and more of a common thing nowadays. So, but so they have this podcast studio for people to have a podcast to complement their business. So that there's so many businesses in this building that have office space that will come down in this podcast room studio and they will record podcasts. Like like for instance, one one is a, a coaching um, uh, 
a, a coaching platform um, or coaching firm, whatever they offer, like business coaching, mm-hmm. right? So like you can sign up for their business coaching and you meet with them however often, you know, in different ways, whatever type of, of you know, monthly, you know, s- uh, membership you want to have with them. And and, and, they, and they offer coaching for your business on all different levels. So their podcast is about business coaching, right? So they, they focus on different topics that either they have talked about with their clients or that they specialize in or whatever and they focus on that and they record a podcast you know like a couple different folks you know like the owner and maybe you know one of the staff members you know it's like a whole a whole group of a whole team of folks and they they talk about different things about coaching and they put that out on their social media and that's all just ways of trying to generate traffic to their coaching um business you know what i mean so that's just one of many examples of how whether you want to be a professional podcaster for a living, you know, one day, or you just want to complement your business, generate some marketing ROI for your business. Podcasting is yet another way to do that. I mean, of course, we know about YouTube is a great way to get people to your website or to your business and advertise Facebook, Instagram, all these different social media platforms to advertise to your ideal customers, hopefully, to to then hopefully make them your clients, or just to share and give feedback and provide knowledge to each other, right? Peer to peer so that we can share like we do. And we're, we're, you know, talking about business and, you know, the lawn care landscape business and all that. And and we can do that in addition to whatever else. So there's just so many different avenues. I just wanted to point that out because, you know, podcast is just another, another form of social media in a sense, right? You can, you can talk about a specific topic and people can listen to it while they're mowing their lawn or doing their landscaping or driving on a long trip somewhere or flying or whatever, whatever it is that they're doing, they can listen and learn at the same time, whether, you know, just like an audio book and all these things. So it's just, it's just the, another way, like you said, that the, it's a, the next evolution of radio and, and all these other ways to communicate. And there's something about audio that really connects you goes like directly into your brain and you can really feel connected to whatever you're listening to the person, the message, all the above. Right. So anyone that kind of does that, you know, at, at, at any level, again, you don't have to have millions of downloads that might not necessarily be your goal or have to be your goal, you know, but just to have a podcast to share your, your business thoughts, um, advertise your business to ideal customers, clients, all that. I, me- I remember once um, Gary V had said, you know, when he was talking about like all the, whatever you call the little plat, the little things in your, you know, like the, um, the Amazon echoes and the Google homes and all the different brands that have their own version of those little speaker things that you can talk to and ask it questions and have it play music, your favorite playlists. And of course, commercials are going to run through there, you know, unless you pay some premium package for to not have that or whatever. But he was saying that's, that's next level right there. Like imagine, you know, Susie's, you know, home doing whatever she's doing and she hears an advertisement for your lawn care business or your service cleaning house cleaning business or whatever. Wow. And if that's what she's looking and she just happens to be, oh man, I really needed to, I was going to look for someone and then bang, now she's got, got it right there. Like just imagine. So to getting, getting more comfortable with audio, I mean, we've talked about video forever, but audio is definitely, I think, less intimidating for most folks because you're just talking versus having to talk and be on camera and you get even more intimidated of more components to look at. And then the post editing thing, you know, where podcasting, you're just if you're going to do it all yourself, which you can, you know, for free in-house 
Um, like if you use certain platforms that, that aren't as high quality as the most professional level podcasts, but if you're just starting out, you can, you know, really have a lower, um, lower expense beginning and do it all yourself. And it's not, it's not as difficult to, to edit audio as it is video. So, but what you and Mr. Producer are going to do is really, really help nail that home and go into all the nuts and bolts and move into more of the advanced things and and, and so on at the workshop at the, at the LCR podcast, at the LCR summit, whether they are, you know, wanting to be a big podcaster or just know how to be good at, you know, um, recording audio for their business to advertise and stuff like that. So I just wanted to you know, take some time to focus on that a little bit too. So it kind of hopefully gets people's brains thinking about all the different opportunities that they might be missing out on. So podcasting has a lot of, a lot of benefits for sure. Always a good time chatting with Naylor. We're going to uh, do part two on the next episode. So uh, stay tuned for that. If you're in podcast land and, and that episode's already available, you can uh, head on over. If you'd like to listen to part two, it's always a good time chatting with rookie And uh, if you're listening in real time, uh, that episode is scheduled to drop tomorrow morning. Well, if you want to experience a career transformation uh, in just two days, I encourage you to join us at this LCR Summit. It's not just an event. It's it's a catalyst for growth and success. It's a smaller, intimate setting. So not only will you get to hear Keith Kalfas and Jonathan Potoshnik and and Marvin and Pajak and, and, and Jeremy Vest from stage, we get to mingle together. We get to eat meals together. We get to talk, you know, off air, if you will, uh, together and just networking with these folks who are uh, exceptional, exceptional, <laughs> who are uh, exceptional in their own uh, niches and businesses. I, I just love uh, learning from one another and and, and get uh, re re uh, reinvigorated and, and refocused uh, on goals and things of that nature. Just last evening, my friend Dr. Frank. Uh, he came over and, and we grabbed a bite to eat and we were just catching up and, and sharing stories. You know, we've both been traveling and things of that nature. And and I, I leave those conversations and I'm I'm more laser focused. I'm I'm more the um complacency kind of gets um dusted off and, and and you get that edge back um and and get that focus. I was listening to uh Jim Tressel. He was a head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes when I was in high school and in college, and Jim Tressel was ex- explaining in 2003, uh, they lost to the Michigan Wolverines. And, and in, his, in his career, they went 7-1 against Michigan. He only lost one time, and that was in that 2003 year. And he remembered it so so vividly. But he talked about how his team, they, they only operated at 90% in that game because they were the better team. And if they won, they got to go to the national championship. And they just, they were looking ahead. And they weren't, they weren't all in on every play in that game and it ended up costing them the game. They ended up losing. And in business, when we get uh, distracted, when we get discouraged, when we get sluggish and, and depressed and all this stuff, we, we lose that edge. And so hanging around Jonathan Potoshnik, who's on fire and Keith Kalfas and, and Pajak and these guys, uh, Naylor and Mr. Producer, you, like it just, it does something emotionally. Of course, you get knowledge going to events with the, such a such a star-studded lineup. You get the the um, knowledge imparted, but you also emotionally get get the boost. And so, uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to the LCR Summit, uh, January 19th and 20th, 2024, here in my backyard for now, Atlanta, Georgia. 
So I'll keep you guys updated on where I'm headed to next. But uh, uh, here for a little bit while longer. Um, so, all right. Well, the registration uh, for the LCR Summit, uh, that link is in today's show notes. Uh, go ahead and register if you want to join us. And uh, uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram if you if you register. Let me know you're going to be joining us in uh, Hotland on January 19th through 20th, 2024 at the LCR Summit. Part two coming up on the next episode. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.